You are listening to Verse Per Verse with Amichai Laulevi, a Jcast Network podcast. For more information about other Jcast Network podcasts and blogs, please visit jcastnetwork.org. This weekly podcast, focusing on the Torah portion, was originally recorded in 2006 and 2007, but like the weekly Torah portion, they are as timeless as ever. Welcome to the weekly Torah verse per verse, easy access to biblical knowledge, one verse at a time. This week, Torah and Passover. Last week, we ventured into the mysterious terrain of the Leviticus sacrificial cult, and it's possible a modern application. Obviously a subject of some interest, since we got great comments and discussions from many of you. This week, delving deeper into the small print of the priestly procedure, focusing on one element that has a lot to do with Passover, coming up the mysterious matzah. If you pause to think about it, Passover is a product of an elegant evolution. What began 2,000 years ago as a ceremonial barbecue conducted under the full moon, outdoors, greasy hands, freshly slaughtered lamb, and quick words of praise has turned into an elaborate feast full of obligatory nuance and when do we eat? We may have lost the barbecue, but we did retain some of the key ingredients including a carbohydrate much loved, loathed, and possibly lost in translation. What's interesting about this week's Torah episode, Tzav, is that it shows us how matzah was not a food item exclusively reserved for Passover. Actually, it's a sacred food item identified with a priestly privilege and with the boundaries of what is or is not kosher or holy year-round. Chapter 6 in Leviticus describes the procedure of the gift offering, a donation of flour or grain handled only by the sons of Aaron the high priest. Verses 7 and 8 in chapter 6 describe what they do with the leftovers. What is left of the offering shall be eaten by Aaron and his sons. It shall be eaten as unleavened cakes in the sacred precinct. They shall eat it in the enclosure of the tent of meeting. It shall not be baked with leaven. The Hebrew word for unleavened cakes is matzot, translated elsewhere as bread without yeast, unleavened bread, flat baked goods, or my favorite, holy things. The focus is on a type of bread that did not involve the natural process of rising, yeastless basic, the simplest form of nutrition, flour, water. Matzot appear all through Leviticus, a familiar item on several other sacrificial procedures that have nothing to do with Passover. So how did they become the icon most recognized with this upcoming holiday? I mean, we know matzah from the story of the hurried escape from Egypt, the original fast food on the run, sanctified and commoditized. Check out your nearest uh, supermarket for many different types of matzah. While this may be true history and Judeo-gastronomy, it is also possible that the practice of eating the symbolic bread existed separately as a way to honor life's basic sanctity and nutrition, also to honor separation between the mundane and the sacred. The priests had to eat the leftover matzah at a specific time and place, 
much like our modern obligation regarding Passover, specific time, specific place. Symbolic and still unleavened, this is one tough cracker that has made it into history and rose to the top of the Jewish food, food list, yeast or no yeast. Ultimately, interestingly enough, the matzah became an icon of potential, of hopeful possibilities yet to come. It is the bread of poverty, the bread of hope, the bread of potential. So this Passover, as you take your first bite of this biblical bread, we invite you to take your time, appreciate the sacredness of the moment, the amazing history of what you're about to ingest, and the transmitted half-baked mystery that helps keep some nights more exciting and special than all others. Have a delicious and meaningful Passover, and Shabbat Shalom from Love Viticus.